in terms of Airbnb arbitrage, I don't think that it's I don't think it's the most lucrative based off of other opportunities that you're missing in real estate. This is in response to a comment on YouTube on the Airbnb arbitrage video. Mm -hmm. And somebody had mentioned it's a better option for earning money to fund your real estate portfolio. So what they're saying is, is um, actually, let me just read the comment. This first guy wrote, you know, I see your point, but Airbnb arbitrage and real estate are two different things, which I, I, I agree. Um, but that wasn't really necessarily the point of the video, was it? The point of the video was more about me making that point that Airbnb arbitrage and real estate investing aren't the same. Right. right? Yeah. Real estate investing, how technically Airbnb arbitrage, are you doing an investment in something that is real estate? Yes. Not is really. It, are you? Well, it's, it's a, it's a house at the end of the day. Yeah. But you're not buying, apartment. you're not buying the house. You're rent. you're, you're essentially renting the house from someone else that owns it. Yeah. But you're might be putting your subleasing. Yeah. Right? So then are so you even putting up, 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 upfront capital? Not really. No, you're not. You're only buying. Yeah, so it's more you're of a real estate business at the end of it's, the day. It's, yeah. It's more, it's like you're, you're in the, not even, it's a fucking service business. You're in a, you're in the hotel business at that point. Yeah. Right? That, like that's really what you are in. So I understand what he's saying, but that, I don't think we made that argument in the video anyways. We didn't make an argument saying, Hey, Airbnb arbitrage, uh, or real estate investing is, is a better option than Airbnb arbitrage based on them both being real estate investing. We didn't make that argument. Yeah, no. So, so uh, he's, he's right, and I agree with him. I don't know why he's, why he's refuting that, but anyways. Uh, this guy said, I started Air, uh, arbitrage two years ago, and because of it, uh, because I didn't have enough money for a down payment and I was going to take, and it was going to take me years to come up with one, but what I did have was good credit. So I used my credit card to get my first unit and I got my investment back in seven months. So I paid back the credit card. And after that I was cash flowing really good. Now I'm up to 10 units. Now, uh, he goes into some other stuff. I think, uh, I think arbitrage is great if you don't have a lot of money, but good credit, got credit, uh, a hybrid approach is, is best here because I can build my real estate portfolio and my Airbnb portfolio. And then I wrote, that's a fair point. I still don't like it. I think there's better ways to make more money in the interim uh, before starting your real estate portfolio or getting into real estate. Furthermore, I don't feel a hybrid approach is better at all if interested in scaling a real estate portfolio um, because of opportunity cost. Mm -hmm. Um this is that. So then this guy, okay, for it, for it, yeah. I, I keep going. Uh, this and then he wrote back. Well, what are the better ways to make money? So because I made the argument that that's not the best way to make money. So okay, go ahead. Well, that's that, that, that's the classic example of. Well, I found something that I can make more money yeah. than that. It's like yeah. yeah, okay, if you bought Bitcoin at the right time, then yeah, yeah, okay, you might be able to make more money in Bitcoin. Mm. But what we're talking about is not what makes you the most money in any one given period mm -hmm. of time throughout history. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, okay, if you bought fucking tulips back in the 1640s in fucking Netherlands, you ever hear about this? Like yeah, what happened? I did actually. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was like the the most inflated uh, an asset ever became in all of fucking history, and it's like fucking tulips. Um, and so, yeah, okay, if you were like a, a, a tulip in the tulip business during that fucking time, yeah, okay, you're gonna become mega wealthy. But like, it's the factor of, okay, what? Uh, There's a quote that Scott always says, which is like, is there? There's getting rich, and then getting rich for sure, right? Getting rich for Scott, sure. You know? Yeah. Okay. 
uh, like and basically alluding to that in real estate investing, doing it the traditional method that you talk about that you preach all the time, like that's your get rich for sure. It's not you're mm. you're not going to get rich quick. You're not going to make a bunch of money in one year. Like if anything, you're probably going to lose money in the first year up front, Maybe. right? Yeah, it's very very rare that a building becomes cash flow positive from your upfront investment in year one. Mm. Very rare. Mm-hmm. Right now, okay. If you're going in with other investors, for example, to decrease like your cash up front, then yeah, maybe. But um, what I'm saying though is that like, okay, can you do it in Airbnb arbitrage? Like, yes, it's possible to make money. We're not ever saying that we're that it's not possible. It's like, okay, when you're comparing that to traditional real estate investing, is it riskier? Yes. Could someone like really get fucked over? Yes. Is there a guarantee that you're going to be making money? No. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll, I want to break down the numbers, and, and this is where this is why, sure, like sheerly based off numbers, this is why I don't think it's the greatest option. Okay, I saw a stat. I don't remember where it was, but something along the lines of the average Airbnb is rented half of the time of the month. Now that that takes into account the highs and lows throughout mm-hmm. the entire calendar year. Okay. Some months you might be 100% full. Other months you might, other months you might only have like, you know, five spots full or, or you might have, you know, maybe 20 days full in one month, but like twice the amount of income per day per mm-hmm. night versus like the same amount of days at another point in time of the year, but half of the amount of revenue coming in per night during those times. So all in all, if you actually wrap it up, Mm-hmm. and sum it up as the average nightly rental half of the time call it 15 days of the month okay so of the 30 days of the month you're rented 15 days of the month at say an average of somewhere along the lines of like $200 a month which is like or $200 a night which is probably around where you're going to be around, like at least around in this area all right so now i'm going to run through the numbers so we've got $3000 in income 15 nights times 200, right? Mm-hmm. Which is 3,000 minus 20%, okay? 2,400, Yep. okay? Minus 1,800 for the rent you have to pay for that unit. Now you now you got 600 bucks, okay? Now you have to pay what? You've got to pay all, like cleaning fee. Yeah, your right? cleaners. Now you got to, now, now to clean, for me to clean a house, I'm, what's the golf course cost right now? Oh my gosh! Well, fuck. Well, a house is probably like at minimum like sixty to eighty bucks per for a cleaning. I think I pay when a tenant leaves. I think I pay one hundred fifty bucks. That makes sense for when they leave. For when they yeah, leave, a deep yeah, deep cleaning. So let's yeah. call it a hundred bucks. Let's be generous, okay? Yeah. So a hundred bucks or conservative. Each night, not even conservative, aggressive. Yeah, that's each night that exactly. So oh, essentially, shit. What am I talking about? Yeah, it's not once a month. No, it's yeah, each yeah. of those fifteen nights. Yeah. So six hundred. Like, dude, you're fucking. Yeah. You have to be, you see where I'm going with this? Yeah. What am I even talking about? I'm like hundred bucks a month. No, no, no. You're, you're, yeah, that's right. The, the golf course, he, she charges me what? The golf course is bigger. Yeah. But, but it's a couple hundred a night. Isn't it? No, I think it's like a hundred bucks a night. So a hundred bucks a night, but, but in terms of square footage, mm-hmm. she's cleaning about the same size as a house. Yeah. It's only the restaurant. The restaurant's not that big. So it's a hundred mm-hmm. bucks a night. Yeah. And you got to think too. I'm, I'm also paying her full fucking time. Mm-hmm. Basically, she's doing her, all that. She's doing a lot of business for us, yeah. right? So we got a good deal. That's a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. So if you're renting, how many times are you going to rent to a person? Like five times? So call it like, so say someone rents of those 15 nights, 
someone's renting. There's five renters. There's five rent, not even. Yeah. Call it three. Okay. So now of that six hundred bucks, your mine is three hundred bucks. Like you're fucking three hundred dollars in cash flow a month. Mm-hmm. I I do that on a rental. I don't understand. The, the I don't understand the th- that's why a lot of people ask me again now this might work in other areas like this might work in like a Miami this might work in like you know uh, San Diego where where yeah. the the actual hotel and travel is like very lucrative right mm-hmm. you know like Miami is a very lucrative place to go and and do this type of yeah. I would guess the occupancy on Airbnbs in, in Miami are higher than fifty percent sure they are but. But the rental on the ability to, and, and first of all, I, I, I don't, I can't imagine a lot of, well, I could be wrong on this, but a lot of the Airbnb short-term or short-term rentals, not necessarily Airbnb, um, a lot of people have locks on them. You know, you go down to Key West, like there's, there's a very tight knit group of people that run the show there, right? Or there's, it's very heavily governed by the municipalities, mm-hmm. right? You can't just you can't just walk into certain areas and do short-term rentals. They won't let you, right? There's a housing shortage there, which is mm-hmm. one of the reasons why, and they don't let you do that kind of shit. So, is it lucrative more more so than another scenario of renting? Yeah, maybe, but like by how much? I think the opportunity cost is actually too too great to be yeah. able to, or to to be doing stuff like that. I think what people would make more money doing is focusing on getting a higher paying job or maybe getting a raise at work. And then uh, number three is house hack. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I actually think they should do. Think what of the frick. I know, I know. I, I don't <laughs> love the, I don't love the, I don't love the idea of house hacking, but at the end of the day, I, don't, I shouldn't say I don't love the idea. I hate the term house hacking, but it is what it you is. You just hate all catchy terms. I hate r- bullshit real estate terms. I've been to I've been to real estate seminars where people come up to me and they're like, "Oh, what's this? How about what do you think about this strategy?" I'm like, "What?" Yeah. And it's a strategy I've done multiple times, but I just I don't I don't know the fucking keyword lingo of like all these yeah. noobs on the internet that they use. So, um, so for me, I feel like traditional real estate investing, you may not see the cash flow, but the opportunity cost of not uh, getting into traditional real estate ownership is far greater than using your money and time to you know furnish an Airbnb, take care of all of the bullshit mm-hmm. stuff that goes on with it, and there's always going to be damages. Yeah, like, like it, just fixing all that month. kind of shit. Like yeah. I, I've, again, I, and I've known people that have done Airbnb, right? And it, yeah, it's like nonstop damage. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know a couple that does it in Dallas, like nonstop, or Dallas or uh, uh, Austin. Mm-hmm. And very, very lucrative Airbnb scenario, but they do it at the back of their house, right? They have like a multi-unit residence mm-hmm. where they could do it out of their house. They manage it themselves. You know, it's more lucrative that way because they don't have to... Um, hire a management company, they take care of it themselves, but fuck are they busy with it? It's fucking one unit. So I'm not saying you can't do this, but I'm saying like, what's the opportunity cost of like, you know, a more passive style of business? This is why you don't see, you don't see tens of thousands of units in an Airbnb arbitrage portfolio. Mm -hmm. You just don't, you don't see it. You don't want to know what that's called? The Hilton. 
that, that that's what that is, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a reason why, right? Yeah. These are these are business operators, service business operators, right? So, um, at that point, if you're looking to scale an Airbnb arbitrage business, I would actually I would look into like the hotel business instead. That's what I would actually look into. Get into like a franchise type of scenario with hotels, or even better yet, what a lot of people are doing is is um, uh, revitalizing hotels that are mm. you know that 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 kind of went under and then bringing them up to speed to the you know new era yeah um i'm starting to see that a lot getting better photos and like Just getting doing like a better, better furniture yeah, doing yeah. a better job of operating reviews especially like motels and stuff like yeah. that like those are starting to kind of come a little bit back yeah because you can turn it into like a boutique yeah you place. can kind of turn it into like a cool spot right like you can turn those in i'm starting to see that a lot i'm starting to see a lot of motel style scenarios turning back into a boutique style of almost like a luxurious style of uh hotel mm-hmm. uh or you know uh almost like a studio suite um apartment building mm-hmm. or or you'll get like a hundred unit hotel motel that used to operate that way and they're amalgamating two units and turning it into like a one or two bed so i've seen some of those uh especially down in florida that's happening a lot mm-hmm. but in terms of Airbnb arbitrage, I don't think that it's, I don't think it's the most lucrative based off of other opportunities that you're missing in real estate. I actually think keeping your cash available while making as much of it as you possibly can, even if that means make getting another job, like seriously, I'm not even joking, mm-hmm. like getting a second job at like another 30K a year for one year, mm-hmm. it'll allow you to get enough money for a down payment or squeeze one together somehow or a reduced down payment for your principal residence, get a fixer upper, right? Fix it in a year, pop that thing back on the market, make possibly a hundred grand. You're not going to do that even with, you know, his, even with his, uh, 10 Airbnb arbitrage scenarios, you're not going to make that kind of money. That is a a better situation for sure. And that, I know that that happened. That's easier. That's so much easier. Remember, I, I remember in a, a previous episode, I was talking about right now is not the best time to develop and flip homes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter in that kind of scenario. If you're if you're doing it where you're coming from a perspective of living in the property and say you, you do it over the course of a year, mm-hmm. you're golden, man. You get a year window to take care of the property and, re, and rehab it, right? Take your time. Do it yourself, mm-hmm. right? Spend the money that you would spend managing or operating an Airbnb arbitrage business, Invest that capital and time into renovating your principal residence, pop it back up on the market, and then sell it for a tax-free mm-hmm. capital gain. You, you, that, that is such a hard scenario to beat. I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. If I was starting in real estate again right now, literally, if I, would, if I had zero real estate, zero experience, the one thing that I would do is get a principal residence for 5% down. I would get a fixer upper over the course of one year. I'd fix it up and then I'd sell it in a year's time and take advantage of the capital gains exemption on my principal residence. That is exactly what the fuck I would do. And I would make a, over $100,000 more than likely. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's exactly what I would do. 